0: This is Rocky Patel. This is Alma the Song.
1: Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This
0: is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nicholas Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This
2: is Jerry from Ben and
3: Jerry's. This is Jim Young from
2: Davidoff of Geneva. This ah! is the Cigar Authority. Ah! The authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. Ah! In... I get it. And out. out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host... You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo.
4: i funny how? Like I'm a clown, I amuse
2: you, I make you laugh? How the f*** am I funny? What the f*** is so funny about me? Tell me, tell me what's funny. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it! who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter... Burgundy will read Very stunned. He crashed around America selling consciousness expansion Without ever giving a thought to the grim meat hook realities that were lying in wait And Chuck Morrison
4: I am 35 years old I am thrice divorced And I live in a van down by the river and It's
2: time to light him up I'm just going to come out and say it I'm ready to take on the and Wine machine. It's time
4: Ding, <laughs> For
2: the Cigar Authority
5: You really are a funny
2: guy July 12th, 2014,
5: broadcasting live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. And this week, we smoke two new ones. Tis the season, the cigar season, when all new cigars are coming out. We have two new ones. One is a new size. The other, a new brand name altogether, we'll explain. Also, Cigar Journal has hit. The new Cigar Journal, a great publication, is out. We'll tell you what's in it. And we will get caught up on the mailbag. Someone wants to go head-to-head against me Based on some of the comments I made last week, we'll get into it today for sure. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
1: I'm not sure they, they really understand what they're getting themselves into with that one. But, <laughs> uh, you're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location this week, high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop here in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. And we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up. Along with us, we really smoke on the show. We don't you just do. fake it. This is it. And we ask you to light up along with us every single week. You tune in at the com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. You simply find us on iTunes or YouTube where you can set
5: it and forget it on both. They are not going to be able to light up what we're lighting up today. True. Because we have an advance. We are the cool kids. We are the cool kids. You, um, this is what... Um, This is the way to do it. If you're going to send us a cigar to review on the show, folks that are watching on the video streaming of this show, this is the way to do it. They don't just send a cigar in a plastic bag. By the way, we need four if you're going to do this thing. And I highly recommend eight so that we can try it. Before we come on the yeah, air. Yeah, because if we don't like it, we're going to say we don't like it. That's it. it. So uh, if you ended up giving it to us in advance and gave us eight of them, we would smoke it in advance and say we better not do this on the show. But uh, they didn't. They, uh, they didn't send four cigars. They didn't send eight cigars. The good folks at Davidoff, who make Camacho, sent us a full box in a presentation unlike really any other. Is impressive. Um, that not only is the box of cigars in here, but we get one of these... Um, what do they call it? That the, is a ball marker. No, uh, no, it's a pin. It's a lapel pin. But it's a um, with a scorpion, scorpion, scorpion. and uh, what, what is this thing? A USB drive. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, cool! I didn't know that. I thought it was just like a rubber, uh, you know, thing to show off. But inside, here is the new cigar brand that will be. Does shel- every
1: box come like this?
5: I don't know. I have no idea. They didn't send any material with it, huh? Barry,
0: they send any material no, that's with just, it? No, that's just the way they've been sending out samples lately um, in that case. Right. Um, they did the, uh, who was it, the big payback in a similar
5: type of packaging. So here it is. This is um, the B.G. Meyer Company. And this is uh, maybe Barry. You know the information on this. What's the story with this cigar?
0: It's a collaboration between Hollywood director, producer, and writer Rob Rice and Camacho. Rob Rice's Rob Weiss is best known for his work on Entourage, yeah. where he was one of the writers. Yeah. He was also the producer of a movie called American Psycho, which failed in comparison to the book. Ooh. The cigar is available in five sizes: Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, Six by Sixty, and the Churchill. Retails eight to ten dollars before local tax, uh, local tobacco taxes, which do not exist here in tax-free New Hampshire. That's right. And right. it has a, a Habano wrapper, Nicaraguan binder. The filler is Corojo ninety-nine, and two types of Nicaraguan tobacco
1: from Esteli and Ometepe. Do you think maybe ever they're going to run out of this Corojo ninety-nine? Nah, it's one of the most common things. Is that the grown. name of it, or is it from
0: it's
5: 1999? The seed, the seed is 99C. Oh, okay. But not the tobacco itself. So uh, what they put on here is they have uh, more than just a double band. They have a sleeve of parchment paper, I would believe. This is the stuff that goes around the um, Look at that shredded wheat on the foot. Really? This is um, parchment paper that would be like on a stick of butter, and there's all kinds of things written on this. Did you read any of this, Barry? No, but the review that's going
0: up in about 40 minutes actually has the content of what's written on the piece of paper. Okay. And it shows off uh, Rob Weiss's writing skills. It's
5: actually pretty impressive. Oh, all right. So uh, there it is. And it's got a footband on it, too, and it's barcoded for my convenience uh, for the stores that use barcoding, which uh, has come out uh, 50 years ago. I think it's time to step in with the
0: tagline for this cigar is legends made. I guess we'll find out if it's legendary or not. There we go. So
5: this is the Robusto size we're smoking. Standard issue Robusto. And they got a uh, metal plaque on the top of the box. Pretty cool. Mr. Jonathan saying something already. I would like to change
1: my answer. It is not shredded wheat. This is Weedabix. You're, the smelling, is just, Weedabix?
5: you're smelling just a foot of the cigar. Just a foot. And Weedabix. it's okay to do that if that's the cigar you're going to end up smoking and you now own it. But uh, sticking your foot of the cigar up your nose and actually returning it to the box would be... Uh, no. That is a faux pas. That is a faux pas for sure. Uh, John Hart drew Estate fame. Yeah. Uh, was at an event. I haven't seen him in a year.
1: And uh, so a gentleman comes up, takes a cigar off the thing, puts it in his mouth, and says... Oh, actually, uh, do you have anything smaller? Oh, my God. And goes to put it back, and John Hart stops him and says, actually, you, bought you that. just bought that cigar because <laughs> you put it in your mouth, and I'd be happy to show you something smaller. So the guy ended up buying two cigars because he didn't realize. Did he put it in his mouth? No, no, he knew he put it in his mouth. He didn't realize that that would be bad, to put a cigar in your mouth and then put it back in the box and move on. Yeah. These... This is the people that we have to educate. This is who needs to see the Cigar Authority. You know that there's a fool out there that needs to watch the show, and you're too educated. You don't need everything that we say, and you're, for whatever reason, entertained, Rudy. Yeah. But <laughs> that dumb, dumb friend that you have at the
5: at your shop, tune him on, tune it... on, turn them on to the Cigar Authority because we're going to educate him The day you think you've learned it all is the day it's over. It Forget is over. It, because it uh, because nobody knows it all. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, this is a dark cigar. Um, they're not calling it
0: Maduro at all. They're calling it a uh, Habano wrapper, but it's more like an Oscuro. Yeah, I'll say. It's toothy. Definitely toothy. Yeah, good looking. It's got a shine to it. Nice even coloring. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, looks, uh, it looks good here. If you look at the foot, you can see a nice dark swirl of uh, what looks like Lajaro That's what
5: I'm looking at. Yeah,
0: right in the center. Boom. Boom.
5: Yep. Right placed in the center. That here. could
0: actually be the tobacco from Ometepe. Um, which is rich in volcanic soil. It's right between
5: two volcanoes. You, this is, was you guessing or? No, no. knowledge. Knowledge, okay. Barry Stein, you will not second guess. I am a, a cigar asking, knowledge. I'm asking a question here, that's all. It's time to cut out cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, Tradition and excellence. And uh, Barry's going to have, uh, I believe, Monday a um, review on their new double-aged, uh, which I gave him my sample of because I'm debonair like that. Yeah, I was going to give him
1: no, no, you weren't. If I wasn't going to give it to him, I wouldn't have left it because I was in Nashville yesterday. I had it in my hand, it's and so I said, Dave save, might want to smoke his. I said it to Ed. You have it in your Dave hand. Dave might want to smoke hi- uh, his, so I'm going to save this just in case. And
5: I'm sure I'll get a sample at the show. I did hang on to my glass, though. It's pretty cool. The age 12 year Perdomo, uh, I would say, highball glass. Mm. Highball.
1: Well, we're lighting up with the $15 Vortex. Yes, this is the Vertigo. This is just on the edge of being too big to be a pocket lighter. Yeah. It does fit in your pocket, but well, it's, it's just on the edge. It
5: sits on the table very well. It does have a great base, a nice wide bottom. Uh, I, I like that I don't have to open the cover. Not that that's a lot of work to do, but you just push down this little yeah, double the, action
1: oh. on the on the uh, the opening there. Uh, another great feature of this is the adjustment for the big. flame. You yeah. can just flip that out. You don't need tools. Right at all. I'm not a big fan of needing tools to adjust my lighter. And we have a uh,
5: three flames. The, the, the part, tank on it is so unbelievable. So it's five dollars per lighter, basically. Because it's per three jet, lighters Yeah, here, per jet. And in the in the
1: in the old days, Big the number was fifteen. It's about fifteen dollars per jet on in other lighter companies. Right, right, sure. So they have whatever the other lighter company will have their base model with a single jet, say around fifty dollars. Yeah. And then every time you add a jet after that, you're adding another fifteen dollars. And somehow the folks at Vertigo figured out a way to either buy enough jets or have a company make the lighter carefully it gets hot. Yep. Uh, Have a company make the uh, thing inexpensive enough
5: to. uh, I hear that the reason why they can do this is because they own the factories. Is that what you hear? To make them, that's that's what I hear. I don't know how true it is, but that's what I hear that happens out there. So uh, I am tasting it. I forgot to taste it without uh, lighting it. Wheatabix. That's all you need to know. (laughs) No wheatabix. I still
1: don't know what wheatabix is. It's a cereal. That is compressed wheat flakes into this biscuit. And the biscuits come wrapped inside the Wheatabix box. So it's so many biscuits equals a serving. It must be a New England thing. It must be. So you pull it out and then you gotta open it It's like up the, the old
5: shredded wheat that had two shredded wheats in a pack? It's like that. You've yeah. never had Wheatabix? No. Oh yeah, this is like ghetto cereal, man. Yeah. Very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. You remember, uh, Barry, we were talking earlier this morning, and you said you, you went through Haverhill. Right. <clears> you <throat> called it something different. Haverhill. <laughs> <milk. Yeah. laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's, it's Haverhill. And he said, wow, well, kind of ghetto over there. That's where Mr. Jonathan comes from. Yeah, it there. Yeah. explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he was born a poor white child. My friend, Billy Campbell, just opened a
1: store in Haverhill, by the way. It's called Jenna Mays. It's on 8 Emerson Street in Haverhill, Massachusetts. I'm going to be hanging out there later on after the show. What he sell? Uh, he sells. He says everything from the pictures online. It looks like a lot of appliances, like used appliances, slightly used type stuff. It's a uh, pawn anything shop. that's I don't know a pawn shop. I don't think you can go in and get a loan. But he's got slightly used stuff. It and does he's he buys stuff. He's very handy. He buys stuff, and if it needs a little bit of fixing, he fixes it, and then puts it out at a reasonable price for poor people that live in Haverhill. Poor people that live in Haverhill. Yeah. Or in a surrounding town. Yeah. So if you got a truck, head on over to Jenna Mays and load it up. Jenna? Tell them Mr. Jonathan
5: sent you. So where'd you get that name, Jenna Mays? I have no idea. (laughs) No? I didn't get a backstory yet. Well, I'm figuring you knew the family or something. I haven't
1: seen this kid in like 25 years. We grew up in the same neighborhood. Really? Are you going to be DJing at this event? It's not an event. I'm just going in to oh, say okay. hi. So I was going to say you have to play the Sanford and Son theme song. There
5: you go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who wrote it? No idea. Ray Charles. No. Uh, Avo. Avo. <laughs> it was um, the guy that did a lot of the Michael Jackson stuff. Oh, Quincy, Quincy Jones. Jones. Quincy Jones, correct. Um, I'm one of those people that believes that you should keep the business in your neighborhood. Why
1: do I know this information? I don't know. Go ahead. So uh, although no one from my neighborhood has ever hired me to DJ anything, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to support Billy as much as I can because he's a friend from the old neighborhood, and I want to see him succeed, and I'm going to do everything I can to help him succeed. And I wish that everybody did that for their friends that are locally. Usually it happens the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Victor Vitali, for example, had a tough time getting into cigar shops when he was up here, Dave being his friend, being local. By the way, he's in the chat room. Is he? Yes. Oh. Victor. So Dave was one of the few local shops that took on Victor's brands because Dave wanted to see him succeed. Don yeah, Benigno local. is another local brand right. that Dave took on. Cameron Sickle that will lay, lay the, the same guys thing, The guys with the mustache wax, you're looking at taking yeah, them yeah. on because they're local. Support your local economy. That's it. In every yeah. way you can. Yep,
5: yeah. and, and it adds up. Uh, I'm big.
0: A firm believer that. Spend the money in your community, it stays in
5: your community. Yep. There, there was something I just saw recently that if you spend like $100 at your local store or something, you'll drive $3 million into that local economy that will go around. If everybody did the same thing, spend $100 in the local economy, that they'll drive $3 million into that. And you know what happens in the local community is they spend it with other local community, mm-hmm. and, and here's how it goes. And then all of a sudden— and eventually they, it comes back to you. Yeah, and right? it'll come back. It's like a boomerang. What is uh, B. G. Meyer? Is he a person? Is he?
0: I haven't found that out yet. I actually uh, reached out to uh, Dylan from Camacho to ask him for an explanation of B. G. Meyer. Didn't expect a response since IPCPR is next week. Um, Because he's sitting there playing
5: uh, Words with Friends and goofing around Facebook instead of responding to emails. Haven't been able to
0: find out anything.
5: B. G. Meyer. I'll tell you. I sit on the Davidoff Advisory Board and I see the stuff well in advance. And can't talk about it because that's the hat I play at that point and stuff. So I did see this uh, in advance and knew it was coming, but they didn't get into who is that person. And uh... Is this what Camacho is now? Are they trying to
1: play off of famous people? Is Camacho going to be the brand that Davidoff uses to launch cigars with celebrities to try to...
5: Well, it looks like there's a... You know, you have Rob, Rob Weiss who uh, is... Uh, B.G. Meyer, which this is obviously a Camacho brand, but you also have the uh, coach, yeah, Hidka, Hidka. um which is uh, having to do with that. If you remember, the Bears. when the, Bears, when the um, Zeno was launched in the metal box, it was the uh, comedian uh, Ron White yeah, yeah, yeah. that they brought forward at that. So uh, I don't know if it's just through the Camacho thing or Davidoff. Or, listen, it's, a, it's at this point, it's a worldwide brand. Uh, the air brands are worldwide. They are uh, taking advantage of that these guys smoke their stuff, I guess.
0: Well, when the Davido Puro Dioro launched, they had a uh, jazz musician attached to that as well, whose name escapes me because I'm not into jazz. Yeah, yeah. But I remember he was one of the uh, brand ambassadors. Yeah, yeah.
2: Huh.
5: So, hey, there's a, uh, a lot of celebrities obviously smoke cigars. Uh, the question is, or the hard thing to do is to get them to uh, put themselves out front with it because, God forbid somebody thinks you actually like this evil weed, you know, and uh, oh my God. maybe enjoy it. God forbid that's what a problem arises from it. So, um, cigar journal. You guys took cigar a peek. Cigar journal you took, guys a peek. took a peek. Cigar journal. I not co.
0: complete on this. I did not look through it. Yeah.
5: I gave, on my homework. You gave you homework a week week in advance and mm-hmm. gave you a copy of it. Who's that on the cover? don't know my issue is i can't read german i'm gonna i'm gonna ask uh, questions to these guys because i gave them the issue a week in advance i got everything ready for the show there we go
1: (laughs) 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 i i i read it i read my uh i read my assignment
5: which was the uh hygrometer article it's uh, you learn something you're the cigar authority you should read every page of this magazine because this is the only magazine i believe that's out there that that is strictly for cigar smokers more than, you know, Lear Jets that you can't afford or hot looking girls that you can't get. And, uh, you know that's true. And, um, um, you know, maybe microbrew beers and different things that other publications really uh, are, are more popular onto. This one is really about cigars. This is the summer 2014 edition. It's an $8 publication. It's, it's bilingual, German, and English. Uh, used to be known as European Cigar Journal. Now the Cigar Journal. Uh, celebrating 20 years this publication has been out. 148 pages. Uh, and if you do get this publication, towards the back, 133.
1: The awesome.
5: bomb. The bomb right there. Uh, nice story on Jonathan Drew and Drew Estates in there. Uh, Barry, you would have learned a lot if you ended up reading that. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan, uh, interesting article and story about the World Championship of Slow Smoking. Taking place September 5th through 7th. It's the World Championship, the 50th anniversary of the World Smoking Championships. Yeah, they smoke a Monte Cristo Number 4. as yes, they do. And see who can smoke
1: it the longest without it going out. And the world's record is just over 90 minutes. 94 minutes. So impressive because it's not a long cigar. Five inches by 42. Yeah. What's it, it's the what,
6: Corona. What's it's, the trick there?
1: Uh, the trick is to not have a powerful draw. You puff like this.
5: Keep it lit because if it goes yeah. out, that's it. So you might want to try this stuff at home, folks. Smoke a cigar, a five by 42. Pick up a Corona. Yeah, it's a Corona, straight Corona. And see if um, you can. We, it's what we smoked this morning. We all smoked exact Corona, I think. We did. Um, 94 minutes. That's amazing. An hour and a half.
1: The goal uh, they're, they're hoping. One of the guys was talking a little bit of trash yeah. online. He's hoping to break the 100-minute mark this year. Wow. We'll see what happens with that. Simon LeBond,
5: 2013, he's the champion. It'll take place at the Radisson Blue Hotel in Croatia. It's a long ride. But maybe we can do a little Cigar Authority that we can light a cigar and keep it lit through the whole two-hour show, which would be 120 minutes. We could do this. I feel like it's really
1: only 15 minutes longer than what you normally would be able to keep it going. I mean, 90
5: minutes I, is not a long It's not a long time for a Corona. See, I have cigars go out on me all the time because I talk too much. Right. Oh, boy, he never shuts up. He talks too much. Remember that? You talk too much. Yeah, I got nothing. Nothing. Nothing.
6: Rudy, by the way, has entered himself for if that competition were ever to come to
5: light. He said, I would win. You would win. The Slow Smoking Championship. All right. You can stop practicing. five yourself a uh, 5 by 42 and see if you can get past 94 minutes. Rudy, there's a
1: big difference between being a slow typer, which is because you don't have the home keys down yet, uh, and being a slow smoker. It's a big difference.
5: Interesting ad I found in there for a uh, cigar brand called Macanudo Inspardo. I-N-S-P-I-R-A-D-O. Orange box. Never heard of it. This is a Macanudo uh, Honduran wrapped in an orange box and band. looks looks very similar. looks like the CNC. uh, But I never saw it before, and I haven't heard anything about it. But there it is already uh, in Europe. So uh, weird. I don't know. It just had none of the... Macanudo look to it. It's like a whole new life to it. We'll see if they're rebranding or what's happening. This, this we'll find out next week at the uh, IPCPR trade show if they're going to launch something like that. But there's an advert inside there. Forty-five cigars are blind tested. They smoke the cigars without bands on them. They don't know what they are, and they have a whole bunch of people that do that. Uh, They have two cigars that were rated the highest, a tie for first place at 93 rated. It was the Perdomo 10th Anniversary Sun Grown Epicure, so good for Perdomo, and the Oliva V Milano uh, Toro. Good cigar, really good cigar, both of them. So 93 rated on that, and it goes downhill from there. Interesting that they rate everything because uh, obviously it's a uh, you know European it's magazine, a worldwide world, magazine, yeah. Um, and they pick um, two Nicaraguan cigars for first place. Nicaragua's hot, but also hot is uh, Costa Rica, and we've said that before. And there's a new brand coming out there. I was very very intrigued about reading about the cigar. It's called Royal Danish Regal Blend. Queen Number One. It's a whole lot of name there. Royal Danish Regal Blend, Queen Number One. So, Mr. Jonathan, you're going to be walking the trade show. I want to smoke the cigar. Okay. Queen Number One. I don't want one. you to smoke the cigar and tell me about it. I want to smoke the cigar. Queen Number One. Royal Danish Regal Blend.
1: I'm queen sure if I just one. say
5: to somebody, "Are you the one with the Queen Number
1: One?" They're going to go, "Yeah." Thirty-nine dollar Churchill. They're not giving out samples for that. Yeah. There's There's no way. Got to get forward, and we'll feature it on the show. Giving away Atabase samples? No. Okay.
5: They're not doing it. We'll see what happens. I'm very, very intrigued with it. I I actually contacted Nelson Alfonso about it. I go, what do you know about this cigar? And he said, I'll tell you when I see you. That's not a good sign. I'll tell you when I see
1: you. There's a lot of
5: secret stuff going on there. Top secret stuff. $39 Churchill. I'll tell you, the stuff out of Costa Rica is unbelievable. You, you, uh, Barry, you smoked the, um, the cigar you had never saw before. Free cool. Havana. Free Havana. Pretty good. Yeah. It, it was enjoyable. Yeah. The stuff coming out of there, man. It's, it's really, uh, and uh, not next week, the following week, two weeks, three weeks from now, Don Bagnigno is coming in himself. Uh, doesn't speak English, so we're gonna, that's going to be an interesting show, Barry. We're going to really count on you for the few words you know. Um, what the heck is he <laughs> talking about? The
0: words I know would have to get bleeped out. Really?
5: So. I don't know if we have to bleep out um, curse words in Spanish. I don't think so because we're not a Spanish. Uh...
6: No, you do.
1: You do? Oh, yeah. Okay. Come on, Chuck. Yeah. No, you do, man. Can't you just pretend like you don't know? Wouldn't be debonair. It's not true. Ignorance of the law can be an excuse.
5: Gee, the cigar almost went out on me. Yeah. Oh. Getting out. Mine did go out.
0: I'm, no, getting
5: oh, I'm getting off of this cigar a steak
0: that's been kept on the top of a barbecue a little too long. When you get the burnt um the a burnt chard, ends, they're called. Yeah, the burnt ends, the whatever you want to call it. The the when it becomes a little thick, a little meaty, a little chewy, charred. Charred, okay. But it's enjoyable. It's like meat. Yeah. It's not like charred something else. There's a nice, meaty taste.
5: He's that it. is my sound effect. Fabulous. He's okay. going to have to get his own. <laughs> so, steak tips, is that something uh, new to you? Totally
0: new to me. Really? Whoa. When you took me two weeks ago yeah. with, uh, what was it, Jesus Dominguez? Yes. Um, I forget the name of the place, something like that. Dominguez, but um, that was yeah. New Bridge Cafe. Never had steak tips in my life. Wow. I'm like, steak tips? What is that? The part of the meat they cut off and they throw away? See, I didn't no.
5: know that it was a regional thing.
0: And it was so incredible. I had it again for dinner last night. And it might have surpassed vodka
5: frita, is my favorite meal right now. Wow. So, did you know that steak tips wasn't a I local no thing? Idea. I but had you... no idea. No. Yeah, it's a localized thing. Come on. So, you or travel maybe, all over the place. Maybe it just tips? doesn't. Grew up yeah. in. To Miami. Grew up in New York. Never saw it in New York. Come Listen, on, Miami. Barry, never saw it Barry Miami. knows how to eat. Look at him. He knows. <laughs> he knows. So if if he says it's not there, I'm going to take him as the authority on this subject and say it doesn't exist. Looks yeah. like he's eating a couple marshmallow things. fluff. Is that... No, what the hell is You that? don't even know what it is. No. See, that's, oh, regional. that's very regional. That's
1: regional. Okay. We... That's regional too. Oh yes. yeah. Oh, I know that. Marshmallow fluff is a tub of liquefied marshmallow. That, you, that put you put peanut butter, peanut butter yep. and you marshmallow fluff and
5: make a fluff another sandwich. We're going we're gonna to have that. It raises nine and a
0: half weeks running through my head right now.
5: <laughs> no, there's nothing sexual about this at all. I could make it, though. So. Yeah, but it, it's uh, there's regional stuff that we don't even realize that people don't even know that. And the pink fluff is even more regional. Victor, that was
6: the
1: toughest one to get.
6: Victor's giving a shout out to the uh, Neko wafers.
5: Which is New England confectionery, Necco. I've had Necco wafers before. They used to come in that
0: white cookie cutter wrap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's Kind of similar to this here.
6: Yep, yep. Yeah.
0: little like communion type wafer. Yeah. Yeah. They're flavored. They actually do taste
1: different.
6: I'm going to now have to pay uh, observant attention to menus while I'm traveling for steak tips. I had no idea that was regional. I'm having a hard time buying that.
5: Right, I hear you. But that's messed up. That's really messed up because... I've been eating them my whole life. We get them all the time and yeah. always did. And it should be worldwide, right? Because they're awesome. Oh, it's incredible. Marinated chunks of meat on a skewer like would would be a um shish kebab, like a shish kebab type of thing, but you don't put them on a skewer. Right. And there's no vegetables or anything that come near it. There's nothing to touch it. that would be bad. So when I said that's what we're getting here at that restaurant, that's what you should get. You didn't even know what it was. I didn't
0: know what it was, but wow. I took your suggestion. That I, the
5: big fries that looked like quarterized baked potatoes. Yeah. It was incredible. Newbridge Cafe, Little Hole in the Wall in Chelsea, Massachusetts, near where I grew up. Um, actually, about a mile away from where I grew up. And... Um, Geez, I thought everybody knew them, but it was amazing to me because I just saw some, a recent post from you that you, you didn't know what it was anyway. Um, what are you looking at, Mr. Jonathan? Not paying Victor
1: attention? is saying that uh, you can get a bag of dried crickets in Houston. Oh, good. So that, that, <laughs> that must be regional, too, because you can't buy crickets up here. No, nor would you want to. I've seen chocolate-covered
5: crickets before, Yeah, but it was in one of the Asian countries. Really? Yep. You've been to the Asian countries? I have. Oh. Uh, everything is relative. This was something I thought you would be very interested in it was. It was interesting. And the, the
1: three main types of hygrometers, and uh, the, the premise of the article is that if you buy cheap, you've got to keep buying because the cheaper hygrometers end up wearing out and breaking down.
5: Some of them don't even work from the get-go. When you see an a, a, um, analog, meaning just a wide a no, It actually the, depends on
1: the analog one for how accurate they can be the, yeah. the ones that are hair or fiber hygrometers don't work that well at all and they tend to be the first ones to go i'd rather get digital the metal yeah. paper coil yeah. hygrometer is the one you're talking yeah. about not all that accurate yep which they is, last a little bit longer but which they're is what usually cheap.
5: is on the on the humidors that you buy and yeah the, the cheap
1: humidors yep uh, and then there's two kinds of the digital ones Okay. There's resistive hygrometers, which are the less expensive ones. Those are prob- those are the ones available in most shops. And then there's the capacitive hygrometers, which measures the capacity of electricity to travel between two points based on relative humidity. Those are 50 to 100 times more expensive than the standard hygrometer. So you're looking at two to $300 wow. for a capa- capacitive one, and those are the best. So if you can get your hands on that, you buy it once and that's it. It's over. Very much like buying a Davidoff humidor or a Diamond Crown humidor. This is something you can pass down. The Davidoff humidor, as
5: great as they are, and they are great, they do not even come with a humidifying a uh, hygrometer. Oh, there's a reason for that. Doesn't need to be. They don't need it. Right. Yeah. But what's needed? The whole cigar industry is is based on not needing true we just want it's a, it's a want industry for sure nobody needs anything that we have which so i mean there's yeah. a on page 79 of
1: the uh, of the cigar journal there is a little breakdown of the difference in humidity at different temperatures because as we know humidity is relative to temperature so at 32 degrees fahrenheit air can absorb 0.17 ounces of water whereas at 68 degrees fahrenheit it trip more than triples at .61 ounces uh, because temperature is what controls the amount of humidity. So it's so very important when you have your humidor set up that you keep the humidor in a place that is at the right
5: temperature so that you can maintain your humidity. Yeah, unless you're going to spend a real fortune on getting one that is climate-controlled even to temperature, big money, big money. money. We were looking at some of that stuff in China the other day. Big money, though, folks, big money. Um, okay, we're going to uh, go to this classic day in uh, okay. classic history, and uh, Mr. Jonathan has lost his championship. I did. So <coughs> uh, th- the question is, it's uh, it's going to be Chuck. So uh, let's start it. You've heard of epic rap
1: battles. <laughs> But Now it's time for the epic battle.
2: Wow, it's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes.
1: For this day, if you
2: tell anyone about this, I'll f-ing kill you.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history, it is
2: looking at you, kid.
1: Brought to you by Classic Cigars.
3: Nervous?
1: Yes. All Classic Cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every cigar is priced under, get this, under three dollars per cigar.
4: You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from. Yeah.
1: Choose any blend, including. Including The Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste. The Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor. Or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's
5: twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Barry, you're going to team up with Mr. Jonathan and see if you can dethrone Chuck Morrison Very tough to do. You guys will work together. Do I have to? You do. You (laughs) have to. I didn't ask the question because uh, you probably wouldn't have took that that choice. There we go. So the first one celebrating their birthday today, July 12th, cigar-smoking legend Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is an American comedian, actor, author, television producer, educator. Musician and cigar smoker. He was Cliff Huxtable and Fat Albert, and he was born today. What year? You guys are writing this down. What year? Go ahead, you guys can speak up. It's radio.
1: What the hell is that? I have my guess. Mean? Is that a seven? No, it's a five.
5: All right, you agree to that? We're going to split the difference and say 34, Alec. You're going to say 1934, and Chuck is saying 1922. 1922. Thirty-four will take the point. It's thirty-seven. What? So there, there's how it starts off. Oh boy. Okay, today's the birthday of Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is an American professional wrestler, former mixed martial artist, professional football player, amateur wrestler. He signed with the WWE, also a former UFC heavyweight champion and accomplished amateur wrestler. You know him. Brock Lesnar. Today's birthday. What year without going over? All right, leave it at that. All right. What do you got? Say something. What do you got? 1970, 1970 says uh, Jonathan and Barry. 70. 71. And, um, oh, my God, I've messed up again. I don't have the date. So uh, one uh, of our friends Rudy, the, on Rudy, the chat box. Rudy, leave, this is going to end up being leave, the tiebreaker, I feel. This could be the tiebreaker. One of our friends in the chat box will look that up while we move on to the next uh, question here. Uh, Milton Siegel Simmons. Milton Siegel Simmons. Uh, we got seventy-seven. He was born seventy-seven. Yeah. So what did you, guys? you got? You
1: had seventy. Seven. Chuck Chuck what did you support. have, Chuck? Nineteen sixty.
5: No. Have, oh, oh, for Brock, Brock uh, was 70, seventy-one.
1: So Chuck gets that one.
5: <laughs> no. Yeah, seventy-one. Chuck gets it. We got a tie there. We Thank you. It went with what you we said. Should have gotten with bank. All right. Okay. You gotta, guys got to talk with each other. Work together a little bit. Um, Milton Teagle Simmons. Anything? Any idea who he was? Milton no. Teagle Simmons, Richard Simmons. His real name was Milton. Oh God! Richard Simmons is any idea who that is? Yes. Is an American. Just look athlete? at me! I don't <laughs> think I know who he is. Really, American <laughs> fitness uh, personal uh, personality and actor, uh, weight loss program prominent. The sweating to the oldies line, acrobatic uh, videos and uh, outgoing, around. energetic personality. He might he, be older than that. He was interested in fitness yeah. to help him lose 123 pounds. Uh, he was born today. Today's his birthday, Richard Simmons. What year? Plus one. 49. 48. 48, 49. 48 is two points. Sam, 48 for Chuck. Two points. That's how you do it. Uh, birthday today is Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy is the actor, comedian, Darkness. writer. <laughs> uh being a cast member and co-writer of Comedy Central's uh, Chappelle Show. Sure. Charlie is also known for his work with his younger brother, Eddie Murphy. His younger brother, Eddie Murphy. That's a little hint there. Murphy achieved fame with his recurring performance on the Chappelle Show. Charlie Murphy's true Hollywood story sketches. Do you remember those? Murphy recounted the misadventures with his uh, brother... Uh, Eddie and their entourage, including encounters with various celebrities, including Rick James and Prince. Really? Rick James, bitch. Yeah. Real funny stuff. Yeah. I, I love the Charlie Murphy. Charlie going. Murphy. Charlie Murphy. You got it. What year was he born? 1958. 1958. 51. 58. will take the point. It's 59. Catch it up, Barry. Three to two. Three to two. Three to two. And uh, so far, Chuck's got it. This is um, Mendel Bellinger's birthday. Mendel Bellinger. Big cigar smoker. Anything? No. AKA Milton Burrow. Oh, Milton Burrow. Milton Burrow is American comedian and actor. He was first uh, major American television star. Uh, with millions of viewers on the Uncle Milty show, television show, during the TV's golden age when it first started off. Oh, yeah. The late, great Milton Berle, uh, who died at the age of 95 from colon cancer, Same 95, one. was born today. What year? I would have gone plus eight on that. What do he got, Chuck? 1900. Okay. 1900. 1908. 1908. 1908 for two points. <laughs> 1908
1: for two Boom. points. I actually had 1900, Chuck, and Barry bailed me out on that, which puts us one
5: point yeah, ahead. It does. And uh, Chuck is now trailing. Okay, Julius Caesar. The oh, Julius geez. Caesar. no. Was born today. Come on. A Roman general, statesman, councilman, and noble author. He played a critical role in the events that led to the demise of the Roman Republic Jeez. and the rise for the Roman Empire. Uh, they even named a salad after him. No, it wasn't he? was born AD. Julius Caesar. No, because he has to be BC. Because didn't he put him to death? No. Oh, all right. Julius Caesar was born today. What do you got, guys? I have mine written down. Uh, <laughs> write it down. Write it down. Come on. One hundred. No.
1: No. I'm gonna go nine hundred and twelve. Nine twelve. All right. I'll I'll go with Barry on that. Nine twelve.
5: And you're in an AD, right? Yes. Eight. Uh, and and Chuck's yeah. got eight. 50 B.C., 850 B.C. you got to help me on this one. It's 100 B.C. Uh, that means we went over.
1: He gets it. Yep.
5: He went no, over. he's
0: over, too. Well, no, Hold on. 850 B.C. I 8 was oh, counting backwards. backwards. Yeah, you're right.
1: This is 100 B.C. Yeah. Yeah, so he's way before Christ. So that's, yep.
5: So he gets a point. Just High for up. the record, my He would have
1: been over, too.
5: What was it? It was 100, 100 B.C. Uh, I would have been over by 60. You're right. You said one. I was closer. But you mm. first said 100, which was exact, but you were going to go uh, not B.C. I wasn't going to go B.C. Right. right. Okay, so we got a tie right now, and we have a happen this day. Happen right. this day for the tiebreaker. Okay, now put your thinking caps on. All right. The War of 1812. The United States invades Canada at Windsor, Ontario Which today. is a shame. What year? All right. Come on. (laughs) Yes? (laughs) That's the bait. Okay. (laughs) What do you got, Chuck? 1812? 1812, and you have 1812. 18, 12. It's the War of 1812, and it is 1812. Okay. We have the first time ever <laughs> tie. <laughs> it is here. not the
1: first time ever,
5: no, no, because we, we've had it before and we're supposed to have a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker failed. Okay, so so 1812 uh, makes it a tie, and Chuck continues to hold the record. So that is it. This classic day in. History is brought to you by Classic Cigars. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a Classic Cigar. We are going to break. When we come back, we went over the Ten Commandments of the Cigar Smokers last week. Our friends on Facebook are not happy with one of the commandments. Uh-oh. And uh, they have not taken to it very well. I will share with you their take, as wrong as it is. And uh, we got mail. Uh, we'll do a little catching up from the mailbag and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try our 15th anniversary cigar. This cigar is made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Rich Habano wrapper from Ecuador, Nicaraguan fillers from our farms in Condega, Esteli, and Jalapa. This
0: cigar delivers a lot of flavor, richness, body, and some spice. I promise you, if you've never tried the 15th anniversary, it's going to deliver all the flavor you ever want
4: in a great, rich cigar.
1: So smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's La Giana Havana. Oh
6: yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the Hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors. All finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well.
3: This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minaconda Cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
5: Hey, and and Mr. Jonathan Connie will be on the show next week, which is actually Tuesday. 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 We're going to tape a show Tuesday. Tuesday, 4 to 6. Because uh, 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. If you want to listen live only because uh, I will be heading out on Thursday morning. You're heading out Friday morning. We're setting up the trade show. 4 o'clock Saturday. in the morning. i got to be at the bus station. And what's your point? It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I'm going the day before you at 4 o'clock, which is 24 hours before you.
6: You guys aren't going together.
5: Everything's a contest. We have to fly in separate planes. Why? (laughs) In case the plane
1: goes down. Who
5: would run the show, right? (laughs) Who's running it now? (laughs) Nobody. Yeah, the insanity, right? The insanity that goes on. Okay, we've got a mailbag. The following message was submitted
1: through the Contact Us page of the CigarAuthority.com. That's lots of ways you can reach out to us if you have uh, questions, if you have concerns, if you don't like something that Dave says, which tends to be the, the majority of you. Don't like what he says. Uh, you reach out to us on the Facebook page if you'd like. You can shoot us a message. You can put it right on the wall, the Facebook page, if it's not terrible. We're hiding
5: nothing. I don't care.
1: Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash the Cigar Authority. That's right. And you can reach us at our Contact Us page on the Cigar Authority, which Brian Meredith did. So he says, I have a couple of comments while listening to the podcast of last week's show. I've spent years in the restaurant industry and have taken many, many classes on alcohol. Now, is this actually last week?
5: I think so. Okay.
1: Good. The date's on it, but go ahead. It is last week. All right. So, A, one-and-a-half-ounce shot of 80-proof liquor is equal to six ounces of wine and is equal to 12 ounces of beer at 6%. A-B-F, A-B-V, whatever the hell that means. In other words, alcohol
5: by volume. Yes. Thank you. So if you're going to drink, like we, somebody was saying, I don't drink shots, I get drunk. No, you get same same drunk. amount of drunk. Yeah. Actually, if it's a shot glass, it's only
1: one ounce, so you'd get less drunk. Okay. Uh, a two-ounce shot of liquor will have the same effect on you as the same two ounces of liquor in a rum and coke or mixed with some juice. So you're not diluting it. The really. mixer does not dilute the alcohol. You're still having two ounces of alcohol entering your bloodstream. When Junior said he drinks a vodka martini, he feels it more than when he drinks a vodka and cranberry. Of course he would. A vodka and cranberry has only one and a half ounces of vodka and about five ounces of juice, but a martini is three full ounces of vodka. Twice as much. He's drinking yeah. twice as much liquor, and that's why a martini costs more than a basic cocktail. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Good, nice show as always. Brian Meredith from Redondo Beach, California. I've always wanted to say that name, and now I did. Redondo Beach. You hear it every once in a while. You never it's get a, to say it. It's a
5: cool-sounding name. What do you drink, Barry? What's your drink of choice? Rum. Yeah, yeah. Just rum straight,
0: straight Zacapa. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I a used to be a, rum.
5: used to be a Scotch guy,
0: but. Yeah, there's I remember, nothing. A memory of drinking rum at Camp David in Dominican
5: Republic with Guillermo Leone, the owner of La Aurora. Yeah, totally changed my look on alcohol. Well, that's different rum than mm-hmm. end up getting the swill rum that you mix with rum and coke. You wouldn't never get a rum a party and well, mix it
0: with coke. Well, the rum we were drinking in the DR was Ron Barcelo, which should be mixed. Yeah, he yeah. actually mixes it with Sprite. Really? Yeah, he calls it El Gato Grande, huh.
5: which is the big cat. Oh. That's that. means lion. Mixing so. your booze with Sprite and stuff—that's real ghetto stuff that, that the people in the streets do. I don't know about that. Yeah, in, in Haver, where you grew yeah, up. Yeah, I guess we grew <laughs> up. There's not to me. There's
1: nothing more manly than you're at a bar and you order scotch neat. That says you—you
5: you mean business. You're a man. That's what it takes, Mr. Jonathan. It's time for the social media brought to you by the cigars that were built on social media. Recluse cigars, here are the best tweets of the week. That's right. It's time for our social media segment brought to you by Recluse cigars,
1: the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse cigars go through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse cigar today. And these are the best tweets I saw All week. When life gives me lemons, I go on Twitter and I tell you bastards, I just got lemons. When I was young, I had to go to the circus to see the tattooed man and the bearded lady. Now, I just go to Walmart. Here we go. (laughs) Please don't expect to bless you after the fourth sneeze. Get yourself together. Four out of the five voices in my head think you are an idiot. The fifth is working out where you should be buried. And the best tweet I saw all week, people do not smoke cigars with their windows up. We know what you're doing in there, Colorado. Today's social media was brought (laughs) to you by Recluse Cigars. They're rolled N2 bar the old Cuban way for an effortless and perfect draw. How often?
5: Every Every time. time. Every time. Okay, speaking of Facebook... That's where, you, that's where you're free to do whatever you want, right? You're hiding behind keyboards and things like that or whatever. Uh, and not, not that I'm saying anybody's hiding behind. I appreciate it, and I want to hear um, negative. Nobody voice. likes negative more than you do. I, and it's not even that it's negative. Somebody's disagreeing with uh, what we said last week. And what we said is we went through the Ten Commandments. And the most important, and that's why it's number one, the most important commandment is the cigar etiquette. Commandment, which is lesson number one. Never smoke a cigar in a cigar shop that was not purchased directly from that very cigar shop. Never. Period. When? It's a commandment. Never. That's right. Never. So here it comes. And it happens every time. I've had the argument actually in our own store and everything. And Nick C. comes out and says, I disagree. Oh, you're not not using last names. Nick C. is good. Okay. Disagreed with us from last week. I allowed people to smoke. I allowed in the past tense. I past allowed tense. people to smoke outside sticks if they bought them from us as well during that visit when I was working at a cigar shop. It's all past tense. I think that was fair. Apparently it doesn't work at that cigar shop anymore. That's why he thinks that is fair. I wonder if it's still in business. Probably not or the owner said, you're not working here anymore, allowing that kind of behavior because this is a business, and it's in the business to make a profit and to sell products and not be a clubhouse. As much as it has that clubhouse feel, you've got to remember, folks, that this, these people that own this place and heat it and electric and employ people in it and pay the rent and mortgage that's on here – That how it gets paid is by you buying a product in there. And I'm telling you, as a cigar shop owner, you have to have the decency not to smoke other people's cigars in the store. So Nick goes on to say dry counties don't allow the sale of alcohol in restaurants. However, you you can and should bring your own, and it's no issue uh, if you bring alcohol uh, with your dinner. Um, And I enjoy it very much by doing that. I find that uh, uh, if they don't allow me to do that, I uh, will take my business elsewhere, even better see an opportunity to expand the cigar market and give you some competition, which is, I'll leave that part for you to answer.
1: My response to that, because I saw that come in on the page and I responded that saying that dry counties... Comparing yeah. that to a cigar shop where it's not dry, you can smoke the cigars. Obviously, in the they shop, sell them, and you can. That's smoke comparing them apples to Toyotas. Yeah. they're not the same thing. Dry County, that there's laws in place that say you cannot sell alcohol where there is food and where there is smoking going on. That's a whole different ball game. Yeah, it's not. It's not even the same. Now, now, as far as trying to call you out and say he wants to get in competition, there's a place for rent right across the street. Yes, bring it on,
5: bring it on. Because I love competition, I thrive for competition. I it love makes it. me better. And this is the guy that actually does not work anymore. Past tense. He doesn't even work for the guy anymore. The five anymore. people that we throw out that refuse to buy cigars
1: will go not buy cigars from you, Nick, and then we'll see how long you last. And this is what he wants
5: to do when he retires: is go up against me. When he retires, yes, that would not be your business anymore. This is not my retirement. This is my business in the cigar shop that you smoke other people's cigars. This poor guy. This is his business that he lives. So um, Nick continues. Where is your shop exactly? I am curious to where I should open up a shop when I retire. He's coming at me, and I love it. He's it's awesome. At me. When I retire is the perfect word here because if you can't make a li- li- you can't make a living allowing this kind of behavior. And you couldn't and wouldn't. And uh, that's why you don't work there anymore. Um, Why? You didn't like the policies that they uh, afforded you to do. And um, the owner couldn't make enough money to survive, obviously. So I got to take you down to the business. And I'm going to guess, Nick, that you actually work for somebody else now. You still don't own your own business. Because you'll think differently when you own your own business because it is a business. Nick's not done yet. Nick C. goes on to say, sure, we had a $5 capping fee for outside cigars, but only if the customer didn't purchase cigars from us as well. There was a cigar bar that existed in Boston, Cigar Masters, that was there for many, many years, and they started implementing this cutting fee. You know what happened to them? They went out of business because they weren't selling cigars anymore. They were counting on people bringing their own cigars in and getting $5 when they cut the cigar. You're in the business to grow your business and sell your brands. You bought that illegal Cuban cigar and you want to smoke it illegally in my store? No. Absolutely not. Smoke it outside in your garage or wherever you want. By the way, it's fake. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, continue on this when, when I go there and make the point. But, Nick, I'm not beating you up here. I'm, I'm uh, opening wide here. You want to come and open up across the street from me, please do. i uh, hope you in any way and help you find the, uh, the actual spot to do that. But I'm telling you, I want you to understand that's the whole purpose of this. Understand what I'm talking about of, number one, don't smoke cigars in somebody else's store. Be a gentleman. Be debonair. Have some... Uh, yeah, don't. we're not saying uh, you don't buy your cigars from Buy Martin. cigars from anybody you want. D- don't buy our cigars and go smoke our cigars in someone else's shop. When we come back, we will get even more Debonero with Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do the opposite with Old Fart Freddy. We're going to continue on the cigar etiquette thing. Uh, we got cigar news from Barry. Uh, we'll get caught up in the mailbag with Mr. Jonathan, and uh, uh, he's going to pitch another oh, segment. i got a good one, Barry. He's going to pitch another segment to time us. I will tell. I don't even want to hear it, but we will let him. So for uh, Barry Stein, Mr. Jonathan, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. We'll be back with the second hour of The Cigar Authority in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. Hey, and when you buy your B.G. Meyer at a cigar shop and you smoke
1: it in the cigar shop that you bought it at only, always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth We'll be right back, everybody.
6: And this is just a friendly reminder that if you're enjoying the content presented here on The Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. We always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show. The link,
1: by the way, is to the right side of the video player right on the page there. You just click
6: the link and go. That's it right there. And uh, mention us on Facebook. This is where this discussion came about. So uh, we're here for you. We thank you again. We'll be right back in the second hour. Here on the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
2: Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss. Member of Camacho's Board of the Bold
1: and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage, the Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for
2: maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality.
3: This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Vincana. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart.
4: This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka.
3: Hi, this is Phil Zangy. This
2: It's a little bit of shake. Is the Cigar Authority. Man, wait. The authority on everything cigar. In Get used to hear it. and out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey.
3: Austria. Austria. <laughs> well, then,
2: good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the ball, babe. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus, or as our brothers to the south call you, Hey Zeus. we thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of dominoes, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein.
3: That's what I love about these high school girls,
2: man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, Mom, we get some meatloaf? It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back gal. Yeah.
5: Shake it back. Boom. Oh, oh yeah, there's smoking in here. We're going to keep smoking, and we're going to keep talking about the cigar etiquette and see if we can change your mind. Gentleman, Chuck Morrison is here. He'll get debonair, and Mr. Jonathan has Old Fat Freddy in the aging room for doing the complete opposite. We got some more letters from the mail bag we're going to continue on the uh facebook rants and stuff and barry's got the cigar news to, uh, to let you know Cause sometimes we like to talk about and i've got a new stuff.
1: pitch for yeah. a new advertiser
5: yes a ridiculous idea it's i'm not sure ridiculous it's awesome well wel- welcome back everybody to cigar
1: authority you are listening to the cigar authority the only radio show in the u.s and yes the world that is not only broadcast on location but we're broadcast high atop the worldwide headquarters of Two Guys Smoke Shop. And sweet, our mission
5: headquarters. Our
1: mission is to help Nick C. open his shop so we can teach him about business. Uh, we're the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and demand that you light up along with us while we really smoke on the show. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes or
5: YouTube where you can set it and forget it on both. You think Nick is hate me right now? Does he hate me? Because he called me out. He called now I'm up. saying let's bring it on. Let's bring, bring it
1: on. I, I think it was uh, I think it was okay that he called you out. I like and it. I think it's okay that
5: you call him out back. All right. I, I think fair is fair. I think it's going to get ugly, but I, I don't, don't want it to get, get ugly. ugly. If, I don't think he's going to try, try to open the shop. I, am I seeming like a bad guy here? Not at all. Really? Okay, because I don't want to. But uh, here you go, pass that, pass, take one down, pass it around. It's it, all about the education. It is. So I, I want you to understand, kinda. and it's always this particular one that people have a problem with because it actually hits their pocket. They have some crappy cigar they bought online somewhere. They, they're sitting on it. they got this fake Cuban cigar. Maybe they got some rare thing they bought somewhere else or whatever, but they feel like, let me drive to this business and let me smoke the cigar in that guy's store, and, and they want me to say it's all right. It's not all right. And it's not all right, even if the cigar store is stupid enough to tell you it's all right. Don't take advantage of the stupid people. That's wrong too. Yeah, you know it's not right. It's just not right. And I, I got to get you to understand. But and I got more people chiming in on this, so it, it's going to get worse and worse. But uh, what's going to get better and better is we're going to light up another cigar. This is not a cigar size cigar I love because it is a big ring gauge. Is it a? 60? This is a six by sixty. Six by sixty. It is the hammer and sickle. Um, Tradition, Tradition, right? Tradition Tradition. series. And um, not only do they have this new size coming out, but look what they did. For those that are watching on the video, what they did to the box of cigars in this glass box that they produce. they Russian lead crystal box. Yep. They actually etch the Cigar Authority right on the box. And you can have one of these two. Not that says the Cigar Authority, but it can have... um, would it what can say anything? It can say "Nick C Cigar Shop" located directly across the street from Two Guys Smoke Shop. Absolutely. You know, or whatever brand I or whatever. I buy my you, hammer and sickle at Two Guys. Um, even one box that you want to have your own name on it. They're going to introduce us at the IPCPR trade show, showing that they can personalize it with laser engraving on their marble box, on their glass box, on their suede box, it looks on their the leather look box. Bomb on the yeah, glass. Yeah, you talk one. about an awesome gift. Yeah. Oh. And even uh, they made an ashtray for us special did. that 's what we 're using on the show now that says the cigar'
1: already they 're not only just an advertiser of a commercial, but they 're an advertiser they 're our official ashtray.
5: You know what they yeah. do just so you know they live local. they live in Lowell, Massachusetts, where their company is, and of course, we bought on their cigars as soon as they became available because it 's the neighborly thing to do uh, but second is that they come into the shop often often, and what do they do every time they come into the shop they every single time they buy Cigars. Every single time. Every they, single time. Even the, I've seen them buy their own cigar yep. when they, they come in the store.
1: But by the way, it's actually a rule that they have for the company. No company employee may take inventory out of their own inventory. It's a rule. They have to go into local shops that carry their product if they want their product and pay full retail. I try to give them a discount. All right, let me ring you up under me. You get some money off. Nope. We have to pay full retail If we're buying our cigars. They're
5: supporting the retailers at the same time, too. And they come in and they try different cigars to see what's hot and all that stuff. And they buy the cigars. And these guys, they don't need cigars. They have way more cigars than I have cigars. But anyway, we're going to cut this big monster right now, 6x60, and it's time to cut our cigars. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence, and they are celebrating uh, with the new cigar themselves. And I'm using their glass to drink my cocktail, which is water right now. But um, we're going to cut this... And um, I'm using the Vertigo cutter, the Perdomo Lotus, cutter. the Lotus cutter. It's uh, a Perdomo cutter. Yeah, yeah, with Perdomo on it.
1: L- Lotus doesn't pay for advertising to cut the cigar. Perdomo no, does.
5: Yes, but. Just
1: keep it to the, okay. running a business here.
5: But we are using
1: the uh, Vertigo. This is the Vortex, Vortex, $15 Vortex. It's awesome. Triple jet, well, you, need,
5: you need a triple jet to light a cigar like this. Imagine using a match to use a 60 ring gauge. This and, and I don't know. It's, it's all the rage right now, these, these bigger ring gauges, and that's why they're apparently doing it. But um, um, what do we know about this, Barry? What do we know about this cigar?
0: Well, today's cigar is no stranger to the show. The Hammer & Sickle Tradition is now available in a 6x60 format. The cigar brand was launched in 2009 and shares its name with a well-known brand of vodka. Um, the cigar features a Connecticut Shade wrapper over a binder and filler from the Dominican Republic. And the initial notes of the cigar
1: is very Davidoff-esque. Yes, it is, because that's who makes it. It is Davidoff-esque. I'd say on the uh, cold draw here, since I'm the only one following the show notes, it's, uh, it's barnyard, but you remove all of the dirty heavy. aspects of the barnyard. You take out the piss, you take out the poop. Sometimes you it end needs up. a little piss. How about and that? You another up.
0: show where he discusses bathroom habits. Yes. And you,
1: that's not bathroom habits. I'm just saying that's what it is. Piss a poop is bathroom habits. <laughs> wow.
5: Wow. Just, just trying to keep it real, folks. It's like a 60 ring gauge Davidoff. Um, very buttery, very smooth.
0: Definitely a mild cigar. Yeah. It's a good first cigar of the day. It's, it's
1: a poor man's Davidoff. Mm. Someone's going to get a punch. <laughs> I don't want to box Phil anymore. I want to box Chuck.
5: Well, and we're going to get to, to more, de- uh, more being more debonair, but I think this is so important. I think uh, almost a segment should be debonair when it comes to the cigar etiquette. Once again, lesson number one, you as consumers, me as a cigar shop owner, owners of a cigar brand like Hammer and Sickle, Never smoke a cigar in a cigar shop that was not purchased directly from that very cigar shop. That's as simple as it is. And we mentioned that Eric Hansen comes in the store. The people that work for him comes in. They don't yeah. come in and smoke their own samples,
1: man. They come in and they buy a cigar. That's it. Yeah. They, they give me a sample. They'll say, here, I know you like uh, my favorite one is the, uh, the Berlin Wall. That's my favorite of all the hammer and sickles. So they'll give me a Berlin Wall. And then they'll go buy a Berlin Wall for themselves. They got the sample right there in their hand. I got no issue. I mean, it's a a rep if they want to light up with me. But they go and buy the one they're going to smoke. It's awesome.
5: Well, that's Barry clicking that. I'm hearing click, click, click. I'm like, who the hell is clicking those... Uh, that thing over and over, but uh, so we, we're talking about Nick C that goes on, and he's going to open a store across the street because he's very upset that I don't want to allow people to come in and, and yeah,
1: he's so he's so upset that you don't let people in a in a state that he doesn't even live in smoke cigars that didn't buy from us. He's going to move here when he retires and open up a shop. Anyway,
5: Mike N chimes in now and dis- disagrees with me as well. Nick N actually owned again owned past tense past tense a cigar shop for 14 years and he says 95% of the people who brought outside cigar sticks in his store were regular customers now i'm going to read that again 95% of the people who brought outside sticks were regular customers nick they were not customers those 95% of people they were buying online were buying cigars they were my customers Right. Or they were somebody else's customers. They were not your customers. Yeah. They were somebody else's customers. They came customers. into your clubhouse, your overrated, overpaid clubhouse that you're spending all this money on and used to allow bad shop, behavior. And and they used your cigar shop to smoke other people's cigars.
1: Do you know what would happen if you went into McDonald's with a Wendy's shake and, and you, you ordered from McDonald's? You sir, you're gonna have to take that Wendy's shake <laughs> out of here because we sell shakes. Right. That's McDonald's. I mean, you don't get lower in the food chain, literally, than McDonald's. There's
5: a restaurant across the street from from us. I go there all the time. They know me very well. Look at me. I frequent the place, right?
1: You do. You do. They don't sell
5: Chinese food. They just don't sell Chinese food. It's not a Chinese food restaurant. So every once in a while, you feel like Chinese food. So how about I get the Chinese takeout bag, and I go in there and sit at their table, and listen, you guys don't sell Chinese food. I felt like Chinese food today. I would never do it, but can you imagine the, the look you would get? Why is this even on a former Cigar shop owner? And I will say former because he said it. He had it for 14 years. It's not there. Why? That's why. Mike goes on to say they spend hundreds and many times thousands of dollars over the years. I always kept in mind the lifetime value of the customer. likely well, not. The lifetime value is over. Guys who only used the lounge to enjoy their mail-order cigars were politely asked to purchase sticks in-house, and they did. No, you told me 95% of the people brought outside sticks, and they were your regular customers, and they're not regular, and they're not loyal to you. And listen, the reason why I bring it up is when we have this conversation with some people, they don't realize it for some reason. Oh, you know, I never thought of it that way. You you guys who listen to the show, what we're trying to do in the Cigar Authority is to inform and educate a bit, and we want to let you know it's not acceptable, and maybe I'm the vocal one that's saying it, but every cigar shop, except for Mike, who's not in the business anymore, every cigar shop owner has this problem with you guys, and we're letting you know that, you know, here, here's a secret. Don't bring the cigars in there because the guy who owns the shop is is pissed off. He ain't saying it because. He's a chicken. Yeah, not that he's a chicken. He wants to. It's scary. I don't like uh, having to do it. I don't like having to have the well, conversation. You've got to worry about a, a guy that says, oh, yeah, I'm going to open a store across the street from you, like Nick is saying. You know, th- that's how angry the people get with you because you say, listen, when you're in the store, just smoke my cigars in there. And we're going to get into uh, what Chuck's going to add to this, too. Um, Robert G. jumps in and agrees with Mike N. I'm totally on my own on this thing. Um, my feeling is as long as they buy a cigar or two from your shop while they're there, it should be okay to smoke cigars they, that they didn't buy from you. According to who, Robert G.? According to who that it's okay? This guy owns his own cigar shop. He owns the building. He rents it. He, he employs people. He has the heat, electricity, smoke eaters, and everything. According to you, not according to them or most business owners, um, and uh, Rob G. goes on to say, but I always make a point to ask the owner their policy in regarding to bringing a cigar into the shop. This is the don't ask, don't tell thing. Yeah. Don't ask him if it's okay to do bad things. Is it okay to smoke illegal Cuban cigars inside your shop? And he may say, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's not okay. It's against the law. Do you know what the fine is for that cigar shop owner? I know what the fine is. It's $200,000. And I don't forgive you if you do this to a cigar shop owner and you put the guy out of business. It's it's $200,000. Here's the facts. A cigar shop is not a clubhouse. It's a business. Period. Please be a gentleman. Please be debonair and treat treated as such. It is lesson number one for a reason. And that's all I'm going to say with the – Chuck, you got some questions that are coming on the chat box? Yeah, we have
6: a few, buddy. And um, it just maybe speaks to the pulse out there from consumers. And and I think um, Air Force Wayne who asked, you know, is this a reality? Are people really renting lockers and bringing in uh, cigars from other retailers?
5: Is this is, is this really occurring? It yes. really happens, and a cigar shop owner will feel funny, or maybe the owner isn't there, and the employee's there and sees it. And, you know, all of a sudden you got a bad taste in your mouth that it's going on, and you let it go because the guy is a customer. He's a nice guy. Um, he's just ignorant and doesn't realize how upset that the cigar shop owner is about doing that. It wouldn't be acceptable in any bar. It wouldn't be accepted in any restaurant. It wouldn't be accepted in any business. Why is it okay? Why do you even think it's okay and would have the argument that it is okay. It's, yeah. it's ungentlemanlike, and it's not right, and it's not fair. So, and each time I, we bring this up, each year we usually do this once a year that we sh- we read out this. But it's the same every year that that's the one they have a problem with. You know, yeah. no one, no one really, you know, no one disagrees with us about the slobber cutter guy, right? That after a guy spits all over the cigar and stuff, and then uses the house cutter, you know, you should. Hey, you know cut what? Tobacco,
1: tobacco has some natural. Uh, anti-fungal properties and anti-germ properties to it. it. It does eventually kill the germs that are on there. So I could almost stomach the slobber-cutter guy more than the guy who smokes cigars from other people's shops in our shop.
5: Well, anyway, I hate to dwell on it and keep bringing it up, but it, it, it's out there, and I don't mean any harm uh, to, to, to Nick or any of the guys out there giving their comments or something. I hope that you can see my side of it as the business owner. I'm trying to tell you every single side of it. It's just wrong. And believe me, the owner of your shop is looking bad at you. And the other guy, Mike, is out of business now because you do such a thing like that. And just don't do it. It's, it's not gentlemanlike. And, and that is the perfect segue to bring us to Chuck Morrison. While you're enjoying life and enjoying yourself, it's important to be a gentleman and be more debonair. That's one way. Here's another way. Here's Chuck Morrison.
6: Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. Gentlemen. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman.
4: Ladies, fasten
3: your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump
6: up the volume. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. By the way, gentlemen, we're going to have to pick up and continue this discussion because uh, Rudy just made a comment that I cannot believe what he had witnessed take place in a local tobacconist. But this is a Gentleman's Way, and I figured today, guys, let's bring it back to common sense, okay? Here are top ten ways to be debonair, not only today, tomorrow, but always. Common sense, all right? Always open doors for others. Um,
5: man or woman, it doesn't matter.
6: Man right? or woman, it does not matter. Yep. Uh, I, I'm happy to say here this morning when I came in, the two guys, a gentleman was right before me, held the door open for me. There was someone behind me. Just reciprocity. But I've been in establishments and also other places where I don't know what's on people's minds. Maybe they're just in a bad mood. Maybe they're just miserable, where they don't hold the door. It's, it takes two seconds out of your time. Do it. All right? Do it. And always say thank you. Do you know yeah.
1: King Richard and say something to the guy like... uh Hey, nice move there. Don't worry, I can get the door myself. Or do you just let it go?
6: I think if you do it in that manner, that way, it'd be acceptable.
1: If I said it like that? If you said it like that. I got it.
6: Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, number two is to always put on her coat for her, all right? This is just, again, a gentleman thing to do while you're out with your lady. Um, be the gentleman, you know? Take care of her. Put the coat on
1: her. Do you, uh, do you go as far as to put the coat over the mud puddle so she steps on the coat? <laughs>
6: Maybe back in the forties. Yeah. Um, help her with her seat. Uh, was that dinner the oh, other night? Giggity, giggity, right? Yeah. <laughs> if a lady arrives at the table and there are no available seats, you should stand up and offer yards to her. Um, if, You're, gonna, if, lose
5: You're <laughs> gonna lose Barry. You're gonna lose Barry.
6: That's number four. Actually, stand at attention. Uh, always stand when a lady. Uh, again, I'm going to say
1: giggity. <laughs> Just throw that out there. You guys are
6: awesome. Barry's
5: going down.
6: Always stand in <laughs> attention when a lady enters or exits the room. This rule has been somewhat relaxed, and so you can stand up uh, upon entrance, but remain seated upon exit. Nonetheless, if you can do both, you should. Uh, number five. <laughs> ask if she needs anything. Giggity. Uh, this is one that most guys already do, but helps complete the gentleman in all of us nevertheless. When at social events, make sure to ask of the lady if you can get her something to drink or eat. Show her that you care about her comforts and needs. Number six is to always be polite. Even if, even if you don't like someone, there is no need to lower yourself to their level. Be polite and courteous. Uh, Number seven is to not lose your temper in public. When you lose your temper, you're showing everyone that you can't control your emotions. It's just not debonair. Uh, Moving on here is number eight. Barry, this one might be for you again, is not to stare. Oogling someone is the equivalent of psychological aggression. You don't want to intimidate people for no reason. Uh, Number nine is not to... Don't get caught. Yeah, don't get caught. (laughs) caught. Right there. It's (laughs) only
1: staring if you get caught.
6: Yeah. Uh, Number nine is... Do not spit in public, all right? Don't connect all the dots here. I think they're all associated, Barry. Um, a true gentleman is, is not going to spit in public. I was actually having a uh, – we had – How about the baseball game. games, though? That's uh, Baseball players. How I are you going
5: to spit so much?
6: If we're outside, David, having a conversation, I'm consistently spitting. It's not debonair. It's not a gentlemanly act. No, go you're to the one. One. Something's wrong. Right? Uh, and last but not least is to respect not only your elders but just to respect others in general. Um, it's something that I'm seeing less and less of these days. Maybe it's uh, the new generations coming in, but just show respect for others. It's a debonair way. The question always is, guys, are you debonair enough? I am.
1: Yeah, not, I feel nine. Out I got nine out of ten on that.
6: Nine one. out of ten, Barry. No comment. All right. (laughs) All right.
1: Now, (laughs) Barry's new.
5: He's working on these things. We're going to turn him around.
1: Speaking of being debonair, and that that segment is one of people's favorite segments. And I've been really racking my brain because it does seem like advertisers like the whole segment idea. You got Old Fire Freddy, you got Asylum, you got Debonair. So I've been racking my brain trying to come up with a new segment, and I want Barry included in it. To get an advertiser. I want to get an advertiser to sure. advertise a segment that Barry can do. Okay. Now, you got to think about Barry. What is Barry into? Barry likes to do a little travel. He likes to go to different places. He likes to try different things. And wherever he goes, he, he has two things that involve balling. He likes to have a ball, and he likes to be a baller. So he finds a, a new cuisine. He doesn't say, oh, how much is it first? He just says, I'm in. If it ends up being $50, he pays the $50 He's a baller. So my thought was sort of a take off the mailbag. We could have Barry's ball bag, and then he has a segment of the different
5: places you've that he was balling during the week. You've outdone yourself. This week. is even worse than last yeah, week. Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> Barry's ball bag. Barry's ball bag. I want to know why you're thinking of my ball bag.
1: Yeah. Just
5: Barry's ball bag. That's, so that's what you know. And, and who would be the <laughs> advertiser for this? How do you sign up Just for that Just about
1: one? anybody could be part of Barry's ball bag.
5: Absolutely terrible. We're gonna take a step into Barry's ball bag. And from now on, you nice. tell me in advance of the show <laughs> no of your way. ideas. No way. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Who would who signs up for that? How's this? You get a hundred percent of that if you get somebody to <laughs> sign up for that one. One hundred percent is all yours. My God. Okay, that's Harry. that's Paul, that's the pitch this week. My yeah. God, I'm I'm afraid to ask very bad because <laughs> it's it's time to go into the aging room but i'm afraid uh-huh. to ask so if, if that if brand new aging room this week oh, yeah. brand new aging room it's always a brand new aging room it's time to go into the aging room with old Father Freddie. here he is it's
1: time to step into the aging room sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better just like aging room cigars they're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy.
3: Nowadays, the family vacation involves packing light, short flights, and doggy daycare. In my day, when we traveled, we packed everything but the kitchen sink and the trailer and strapped the oversized dog carrier to the roof of the car. Nowadays, when a kid swallows anything, they are rushed to the hospital for immediate evaluation. In my day, if you happen to swallow a handful of Scrabble titles... Your mom just waited to see if they passed on their own because she was raising a man. Nowadays, everything comes with insurance in case of accidental damage. In my day, you fix it with duct tape and glue like the time my sister-in-law sat and broke my glasses. Actually, that time it was my fault because, in fairness, I should have taken them off first. We were uninsured oh. men with oversized oh. strap-ons whose crap sometimes spelled disaster.
1: Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar Even better, just like Aging Room Cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco. Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some
3: are not. Speaking of strapping on, does anybody know where I can get any used sex toys? Oh, God.
1: That was old Freddy going off the reservation on that one. I can't take credit for that part. (laughs) Wow. (laughs)
5: Oh my All right, God. we're smoking the hammer, hammer and sickle tradition on the new size. It's a six by sixty. Does it have a name? Six by six. Six by six. That is the name. That's, That's the, the name. name. That's the name. And what is the it, it, Barry? What is the name of the size? Is, is are they coming out with a name? as I, I would guess Gordo. Yeah. Gordo or Toro Gordo Gigante. Perhaps. Gigante.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Taranya refers to theirs as BFC. Big yes.
1: freaking yes. chicken. Oh. Big freaking yeah. cigar. Ah, cigar, yes. Or yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, okay. or something else. Old part Freddy esque
5: right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm liking it. It has that taste of the regular size. I'm I'm not liking that it, that it's so big, mm-hmm. but it does seem a little tad milder it than does. the regular line. regular size of, mm-hmm. of the line. It's the dilution of the bigger ring gauge. Yeah, yeah, which is gonna happen, right? Yep. They'd have to put more of the hero part of it in there. Um, but Burning beautiful. I haven't um, after 20 minutes. I haven't knocked an ash off it yet. The thing about the bigger ring gauges is is value, and uh, you're getting more, longer a longer smoke for a a little bit more money. You're getting a longer
0: smoke, but I firmly believe you're getting less of a cigar.
5: Yeah, less flavor because it's diluted, right? Yep, diluted. So, So if you were to get a rum and coke. And it be in a regular sized glass like the one I have here, it would taste a certain way if you say, mm-hmm. I want uh, in a larger glass and they you put more st- coke in you're it. You're still
0: getting the two ounces of
5: rum, right. just more coke, which makes it more diluted. Yeah, yeah, which is uh, the perfect example right there. Now, uh, let's get caught up in some mailbags right. because I've got a feeling we're going to get a lot of them next week. Yeah, we, yeah. we want to yeah. make sure that we're ready
1: here. All right. This one is addressed directly to Dave. Apparently, Cigar Craig doesn't realize that there are other people on the show. Really? Cigar that's
5: Craig. all right. Cigar Craig. But that's right. all right. Uh, I digress. Just Cigar Craig, he's a blogger out there and a uh, good guy and he's nice awesome. wife.
1: He's awesome. Yeah. From
5: Pennsylvania.
1: Uh, Dave, I hope all is well with you. It is, thank you. Not with anybody else, just you. He doesn't say that. I'm I'm interjecting. (laughs) I'm a little sour. Uh, Just wanted to drop a note to express my appreciation for the addition of Barry to the Cigar Authority team. Wow. It's nice to know that he calls us a team. He doesn't know who we are, but we're a team. He's a great guy, and I'm privileged to have had the opportunity to spend time with him. Maybe you should start calling him Mr. Barry, Mr. Barry, I like that. Wow! Okay, that so now catch. he's not only going to try to steal my flavors of the week, he's also <laughs> going to take my title. Yeah, I am going to punch you. Chuck. And Mr. Barry would come before Mr. Jonathan alphabetically.
0: alphabetically, but that's
1: not how the whole ranking system works. I was Mr. Jonathan first. And I will always be first. Actually, I'm older than you. I've been Mr. Barry. You've mm-hmm. never been Mr. Barry ever.
6: This is, uh, <laughs>
1: this
3: is Mr. Jonathan
6: Carney.
1: <laughs> 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 this is Mr. Barry. All right. Uh, we'll have Jonathan to make another Connie trip here next week, and we're up there see... real yeah. soon. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Just <laughs> throwing that away. I'm uh, not gonna hang... We're
5: done with that guy. Not going to hang that one All on right. the wall. Uh, huh?
1: The following message was submitted through the context, uh, Contact Us page of the Cigar Authority. Hello, this is Vin, Vinny, Vince. Thanks for mentioning me during the Classic American Day in History segment several weeks ago. Yes. Uh, my Came daughter Alexa's birthday was 2001. We had had a question about that. I wanted to say it was a real honor for me to meet you, Dave, and Mr. Jonathan. Who's I don't you? know whose you is, but okay. I'm assuming that he means you, Dave. But And Mr. Jonathan at least knows who I am. Uh, you are two of the nicest guys I've ever had the pleasure to meet. And oh. true cigar full, liberties full in my book.
6: Oh, he's talking about Barry. That's what it was. The, you the, the,
1: both made me feel like part of Porky the Cigar Gets Authority family, and it explains why you're so successful. Thanks again, and I look forward to my next cigar pilgrimage from New Jersey. Oh, so yeah, thank that's right. you, from New Jersey. Uh, Vincent Cafisco. Cafiso. Cafizo.
5: Vince C.
0: There's a shock. A guy from Jersey whose last name ends in a vowel.
1: Yeah, that's it. There we go.
0: Look how uh,
5: mascara line, how tight this oh, line is. It's
0: very is. tight. Th- That's well-aged the
1: tobacco.
5: The thin
0: carbon line is definitely a sign of well-aged, properly fermented
1: tobacco. Yeah, beautiful. It's
5: hanging on nice. It's a strong, nice ash. Now, in the normal
1: size, let's say the Toro, which would be the six-inch version of the Tradition series, yeah. I usually pick up notes of vanilla and notes of lemongrass. In this one... The notes of lemongrass have kind of gone off by the wayside, but that, that subtle, subtle note of vanilla does linger a little bit in the background.
0: It's there. It's in the review, which uh, goes live in one minute on the website. Wow.
5: So we agree.
1: I I do feel like you not hear my, you. He I, didn't hear you saying that
5: because he already wrote it. Yep. So that's cool. I do feel like you and Therefore, I is true. are
1: similar in, in our ability to be able to pull out those flavor However,
0: notes. I have never squeezed a lemon on my grass, so I don't know what lemon. Lemongrass grass is.
1: Lemongrass is something that you would get if you're into juicing. You make juices, and lemongrass adds a little bit of uh, lemony sweetness to whatever dish you're
5: uh, juicing it into. It is a component of a juice. It is a component lemongrass. of a juice. And it's something you have tried many times many times continue to do okay we got some things on the chat chuck what do you got yeah
6: so this is from rudy and dave uh, have you ever witnessed this this is apparently a true story he once witnessed a guy trying to sell another guy a box of cigars inside the lounge at the cigar store it was two customers of the shop that were doing the business selling a box of cigars that the shop
5: did not sell i too have witnessed that i have on that numerous that. occasions not cool wow yeah it's not cool man <laughs> it's not cool and it's not acceptable wow. and i got worse words for that and i have to say them off the radio and you know what we're gonna do a little uh uncensored uncensored after the show yeah you know how to. we come on after so after the show today you're gonna hear a couple commercials that went after thing if you're on the chat box and you want to stick around for 10 minutes after we're going uncensored yep. for 10 minutes or so we're uh, going
6: gonna, to yeah, stop the broadcast. Right. We're going to stop the recording, recording, get it saved, and then we'll uh, we'll
5: do a little post-game show. Yeah, and we'll do this a lot so that maybe we can build people up to, there was, to listen live. There was
1: a guy in the Seabrook shop that was making pens with cigar know, labels I, on I know
5: exactly what you're talking about.
1: And it bothered me that he was conducting business in the shop, but we don't sell pens. And it just was irritating. Oh. I didn't say anything at first. But then this one customer that is we we'll call him slobber cutter guy that I finally got to stop licking a cigar before he used the store cutter. Because you gave him yours he once and you let him keep it. Gives the guy a cutter that he had done his detail work on. He spins wood and all that stuff. And so I very kindly and gently asked him to take a step out back with me. I brought him into my office in Seabrook and said, all right, it's over. It was bad that you were you were selling pens in the shop. If you'd like to continue conducting business in the shop, I have no problem, but it is $2,000 a month if yeah. you'd like to take over our mortgage payment.
5: Yeah, seeing the mortgage payment is six, we'll only charge you two. That's so fair.
1: So come on in, and, and you can conduct business. Otherwise, please stop selling your products altogether in our shop because you crossed the line. I sell cutters.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was irritating with the pens. And I let him know. How did they react to that? He understood and he said, you know what? Well, at that point, I mean, he had sat down and I stayed standing. So it was a little intimidating. I was making eye contact, Chuck, on purpose, but letting him know it's not cool. So in that case, he said, I understand. I'll stop.
5: Yeah. Uh, even worse than that is they, they, they'll, uh, you know, nowadays on your cell phones and stuff like that, they're out there searching around and they're finding deals and they'll say to the guy, oh, you're smoking such and such. Oh. So-and-so's got it online right now. They're running a special. Oh, how dare you? How dare you do that to the guy that owns the store? I'm not talking about my store. I'm talking about everybody else's store. Everybody. Every how could store. you do this? I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And and you think that it's acceptable behavior, and it's certainly not. And, and you're, you're ignorant, rude, and obnoxious for doing such a thing. I don't know. There's not a nice way to say it. You, you, you're either stupid. Now, if you're hearing it, you're not stupid. You're doing it on purpose. And you wouldn't do that to anybody else, would you? No. No. Putting um, – cigars you bought from other places inside your locker that you rent a locker space, therefore you can do whatever the hell you want? No. That locker is for you storing boxes of cigars that you don't have the means to do at your own place, and here's a service that's provided for you to do it, right. but obviously it's got to be cigars from that store. Right. Maybe the, the rare such-and-such such comes out, and you bought a couple boxes, and you put them in there, but to fill it up with illegal Cuban cigars that, imagine the raid that happens in, in the cigar oh store, and the, and the store gets a $200,000 fine because you thought it was cool and okay because you bought a couple cigars from that guy before to put those cigars in there. Not cool. Right. Not, not legal or anything. Must they say to you that this isn't allowed? Must we have this conversation that say don't bring cigars into another c- Well, it's, c-
6: it's, c- like, c- it's like the argument you made last week with the, the, the example of like a Morton's that has yeah. a wine locker. You know, you're not going to you're not going to bring in wine from Capital yeah. Grill or, you know, another whatever. Yeah. You know, it's just
5: it's just a no, no. Yeah, I got it cheaper at the liquor store. I thought I'd bring it in here. Yeah, the guy <laughs> would look at you and say, excuse me. Yeah.
6: Never come, Never come back.
5: Never come back. Crazy, and it continues to and continues to be crazy, and it continues to be an argument. And I know it's they're going to beat me up on it, and I'm am o- okay to do it because listen, for the cigar shop owners out there, I'm fighting for you. I want to keep you alive. I don't want to be the last one standing, but I but I will be the last one standing because I won't tolerate it. Neither should you. I don't know a nice way to say it. Please don't do it. Uh, I put a little sign up there on the on the Facebook thing that uh, cigar etiquette. Yeah. Trying to make it seem not so bad, but that was the one that caused them to say, no, they, they got mad at the nice way I said it. Okay, here's the, here's the, the other way. <laughs> You're going to get thrown out if you do it in my store.
1: Yeah.
5: It will not be acceptable. It's not a party. Yeah, because it's not acceptable, and uh, that's it. And if you want to open a store across the street from me and pay the exorbitant amount of rent and pay all the help and everything that goes along with it and accept that type of things uh, – you won't last. No soup for you. Because it, because it is a business. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take a peek into the asylum for more insane news and what I'm talking about right now. Uh, more bag inside news from Barry. Uh, he's got um, the news of new cigars coming out and all kinds of different stuff, what's happening on the uh, website and what you're going to be seeing soon. So stick around, everybody. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority and the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
4: Hi, uh, this is Pete Johnson from Top Cigars, and you are listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network.
1: I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. All uh, right, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch.
5: Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch... It was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir.
1: Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall?
5: No, inches. Oh, she's a mid... A a dwarf. Uh, A little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louis. Yeah? Ah, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it.
6: Flor de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Flor de Lorraine, stop missing out.
1: Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan. A young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. Your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just
4: for fun. He finds the minutia of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a
5: maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo,
6: my friends. Hey Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like.
3: Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal?
6: They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the U.S.A. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www.cigarjournal.co. That's cigarjournal.co. All right, I'll sign up today.
3: This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada
4: where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the Internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority
5: right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. They also have Box Day and Canada Day, and they play football, and it's not even an oblong football. It's not even football. It's soccer. And nobody scores. Nobody. Not even the people in the in the stadium. Well, you
1: know what? I, I actually I kicked a can the other day, and I accidentally scored a goal on Brazil. so <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been waiting for all week to use that Really? I was hoping you'd say
3: something So st-
5: stick around and we're going to go uh, we're gonna, Not that we hold back But we're going to let let loose a little right after the show uh, I think it'll be um, therapeutic for, for me for sure But uh, we'll do that But right now it's time to take a look inside Inside the cigar industry See what's going on with Barry What do you got, Barry? This oh. is Barry's ball bag No, it is not Barry's <laughs> ball, ball bag <laughs> First of all, Glenn
0: Loop reached out to me this morning. Glenn Loop is the uh, director of the CRA, yes, and he needs for you to go to CigarRights.org, fill out the comments to voice your disdain for the FDA regulations, deeming regulations. Also, for the next thirty days, you can join CRA for twenty-five dollars, which is a ten dollars savings
5: off the regular thirty-five dollar price. Yeah, we need members. We need to show that we have lots of members there anyway, and. Twenty-five bucks for the year, my God! Thirty-five is too cheap, but anyway, join if you listen to the show. You I, sh- you sh- everybody should. The show's free, so you know what? It's thirty-five dollars a year. Join a member right now. We're having a sale. It's only twenty-five dollars. Join, you get a free CRA member yeah. membership. Whatever, you, however way you want to call it,
0: and you get two free cigars out of it. Just don't sh- smoke them in your shop. Really? Yes.
5: From still at the $25? Yeah. They still give away give the package. A, so it's free, and you get to be counted, and they, you get information sent to you, and, and you, you can say uh, that you, you want to uh, smoke cigars in the cigar shop or whatever the heck you want to end up doing. You have the right to speak, which I give you a right to say anything you want to say as wrong as it is, right? Absolutely. There we go.
0: Also, uh, A.J. Fernandez announced the release of a new cigar called New World, which will debut at IPCPR. will come in four sizes Three of which share a 55 ring gauge. The MSRP is expected to be around $6. No word on how Rocky Patel will react to this name.
5: Why? Oh, Old, old World. world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not going to be good. No. Mm. And then, uh, and 55. Isn't there a company, um, doing double nickel? The whole line is 55s, I think, um, Rodriguez. Yes, that's correct. Double nickels. And here's somebody.
0: Yeah, these are all, all box press cigars, and three of them share that, that ring gauge. Okay. Um, Eric Espinosa has a new cigar coming out of his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. The cigar, Laranja Reserva. Laranja is the Portuguese word for orange, and the cigar features an orange-colored wrapper from Brazil. Wrap? The wrapper of the, not the band, but the Wrapper. It'll be available in four sizes and retail from ten to eleven dollars due to the high cost of Brazilian tobacco.
5: Wow, well, orange wrapper, yellow tie number orange. Orange is that's the old. only word that there is no rhyming word that's to right. in the English language. Orange. Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make one up, Yes, yeah. for sure. Aren't
5: you glad? Go
0: ahead. Kurt Kendall is expected to start taking orders on his new Factory 57 line at IPCPR. Yes. Factory 57 was a government designation for the old 724 factory located right here in Tax Free, New Hampshire. The cigar will feature a Nicaraguan wrapper from the Jalapa Valley and binder from Costa Rica with fillers from Honduras,
5: Nicaragua, Mexico, and Colombia. Have you driven past that yet in Manchester, the old uh, 724 building? You'll see the not yet. No. All right.
0: I'll definitely have to check that out. Uh, Taranio Cigar Company has been making cigars for nearly 100 years. And at IPCPR next week, they will unveil the new Charlie Taranio Captiva.
5: Oh, I want to mention, today, by the way, is Charlie Taranio's birthday. Happy Happy birthday, birthday, Charlie. Charlie.
0: And uh, industry icon Joel Sherman of Nat Sherman fame has had a cigar released in honor of his 75th birthday. Only 2,500 boxes of 10 were made, and the boxes retail for $190. Mr. Sherman has one of my favorite quotes in the industry. When asked, how do you smoke a cigar, he replies, however you like. Here we go. And that's this week's Cigar News.
5: Just, there don't, we go. just don't smoke it in my store if you didn't get it from here. Barry's Ball Bag is brought to you by the Florida Minicons Cigars. Barry's Ball Bag. Absolutely not. Don't even say it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's know. aggravating.
0: obsessed with my ball bag.
5: Yeah, it's terrible. Don't even. I think uh, it's <laughs> Do you really think it's good? I think it's funny and it would be like uh, oh, another old.
0: Although, although, of. although we can reach outside of the cigar market and we can get
5: Lipton to sponsor <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah. Lipton's teabag. Get, get yourself teabagged. Oh my! I God. like it. Yeah. God Almighty, help us! This is this show's going downhill fast, folks. Downhill. And if you think that's crazy enough, wait to hear this. It's time to take a peek into the asylum right now, with Mr. Jonathan. What do you got coming?
6: They're coming to take me away, haha, ha. they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all
4: the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their green white coats, and they're coming to take me away.
1: I'll grab a handful of you, love. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news and stories, too insane to be true, but they are. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium-bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 6x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Neighbors of a man who passed away last Saturday say they're shocked to find out he asked for his dog to be buried with him. The man's lifelong companion, Paco, a chow, was the man's pride and joy. They did everything together from hiking to picnics. When the will was read in front of friends and family, everyone was in shock when the wishes were read. Paco was to be buried with his owner, even if he was still alive at the time neighbors have begun petitioning to overturn the will and are very frustrated as North Dakota law dictates that pets are property, not people. This story is more of a public service announcement. Don't be insane. Appoint a guardian for your dog so your Paco or Dean Martin can continue to chase squirrels long after you're gone. That's Asylum. Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Truly flavorful, medium bodied cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the insane 6x80.
5: That's insane. That's Asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho. Dean Martin, just for those that don't know, Dean Martin is my dog. Yes, it is. Yeah. He'll be happy to hear his name mentioned. I bet his ears perked up and he looked around and that was said if, if it's playing right now in the house. But, wow. Yeah. Yeah. one's going be... to be
1: put down because the guy died.
5: Or are they going to put him, bury him alive? I don't think they're going to bury him alive. I think they'll put him down first, but that was his wishes. Weird. And it's property and that's the way. Oh, my God. Jessica wouldn't like to hear that story. She'll be very bothered by it. People hate when they do things to a pet you'll hear the news and all kinds of bad things oh a couple kids were killed in in, uh, Dorchester and all this happened and a fire happened and these people died and then they say oh and a puppy was hit by a car oh my god everybody the puppy died and it's worse it's terrible don't you find that I find it you find it Uh, Next week, we're going to be taping a show Tuesday at 4 p.m., 4 to 6 o'clock. This Tuesday coming with Mr. Jonathan Carney. What's his name? It is. Mr. Jonathan Carney. Mr. Jonathan Carney from La Florida, Dominicana, and he is bringing with us, with him, cigars for us to smoke that have not been smoked in the United States yet by anybody.
1: One of them hasn't been smoked. Okay. I don't know about the other one. It did not have a band on it. He showed me a picture of it and didn't have a band, so...
5: All right, so we're going to smoke these on the show Tuesday, and we're going to have, um, this will be the first time we actually have, well, we had J.A. Uh, Dominguez on, but somehow we're going to make this work where we can all yeah, we'll talk just and, a listen and or something. We'll figure out something.
0: I saw Jonathan this week, and he told me one of the cigars was medium full. You're talking about
1: Mr. Jonathan Carney.
0: Mr. Jonathan Carney? Carney yeah, who? he just goes by
1: John. <laughs> yeah. he just goes by
5: John. It's John Carney. <laughs> and the other cigar Mr. was ultra, ultra full, the strongest cigar that the Oh Madonna my God! Is today. And, and they're already very strong anyway. <laughs> so good thing the show is going to be on at four o'clock. Uh, yeah, we really? get to blow lunch. <laughs> I don't like the strong stuff. I'm liking this cigar. I don't like the size of it. It is a 60 ring gauge. What I'm asking the manufacturers for to try it because we see the decline of pyramid cigars. Right. If you put a pyramid on a 60 ring gauge. It's not you, so bad. Why don't somebody try that? You could have a Corona in your mouth and be burning a 60 ring gauge. Right. And the best of both worlds. And you get the torpedoes going again, uh, shaped cigars, and also Somebody would try and say, "I like it," and then they go to a. I know why they don't do it. Why?
1: Because what is typically the most expensive shape? Yeah,
5: the, the torpedo. Work, work to get put into it. So,
1: you're going to make a sixty ring gauge cigar that you're probably already not getting the margin on that you want as a manufacturer because mm-hmm. you, so much tobacco you're washing through there. Mm-hmm. To add that, the added expense of a torpedo roller. Yeah. Might not be good.
5: Yeah. Maybe. So uh, the following week on Saturday, I will be at the IPCPR. You'll be at the IPCPR. We're going to be feeding Barry information from there, so check the Cigar Authority blog. <coughs> information will be put on there. There will be no show. The show will air actually on Saturday. That's Tuesday's show, unless, of course, you want to listen to it live. You can do that by tuning into the Cigar Authority at 4 o'clock Eastern this Tuesday. Which is
1: good, because some people can't make Saturday. They've got family plans or whatever. That's the day you got off. But 4 to 6... Pull it up
5: on your smartphone listen to it. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, the following week, uh, we're going to put our stashes on, and we're going to have Don Benigno. I got it, huh? Benigno, very Benigno. good. Benigno. I've been working at it because that's going to be on August 2nd. The following week, we're going to put the feedback on. We're going to the north end of Boston, the Italian festival called Madonna della Cava. It's the Italian feast. That's going to be on August 9th. The following week, we got the folks from Perdomo coming in um, for the new Perdomo cigars. Which actually, if you want to know how that double aged cigar is, Monday
0: it'll be Monday's review on the newly redesigned CigarAuthority.com.
5: Yeah, and if you haven't checked out those that are listening um, to a tape version of this, hasn't checked out the newly designed CigarAuthority.com? Check it out. I gotta say, Barry outdid himself. He outdid himself. Well, you don't know. He's just too new. Maybe that's how he is regular that be awesome. I'm
0: just hoping I didn't peak too soon. It could be downhill for me. No, I hope not. <laughs> like the
5: show is. Right, like the show. Uh, coming soon to the show, we're going to have uh, Pete Johnson on, Matt Booth, um, and lots of special guests uh, signing up and wanting to be part of the show, so we'll see if we can do that. And unless we continue with ridiculous ideas like uh, Barry's ball bag, um, we're oh, not I, can, gonna get I can't say it, but you can say it. We'll come up with... Um, Different uh, things than that. At the show, um, we um, what happens at the show is um, the folks from the Cigar Journal they actually put out their awards. Did you ever go to that when you went to the show? No, Cigar I Journal not. awards, very very interesting. And uh, they give awards to uh, all the different cigar companies and everything out there. And they kind of really break it down a lot further than everybody uh, else does it. They actually do it by com- by country. So, for instance, there's Best Brand, then there's Best Cigar, Best Value, Best Accessory. So, Best Brand, and it's not a size of the brand, but the entire brand altogether. So, for instance, let's look at the Dominican Republic. You have, uh, for Best Brand, Davidoff Nicaraguan, Don Julio, Fernando León, Gurkha 125th Anniversary, and La Flor Dominicana Oro. Best brand.
0: Well, I know La Aurora's making a push in Europe, but I don't think it'll be enough for them to get it.
5: It'll probably be Davidoff. Look at the little star next to it. Yeah. So we got that one. I got our answers here. Okay, in Honduras, you got Alec Bradley Black Market. You got the Camacho Corojo. You got Flor de Salva. S-E-L-V-A. Salva. Flor de Salva. Uh, La Polina Maduro. And Rocky Patel, the edge.
0: I think they're going to give it to, uh, to William Paley. I think Polina Maduro is going to win. Wow! So, yeah, I
1: th- and I'm, g- I'm going to go Camacho. I think it's Camacho.
5: I'm going Patel. I don't think I did gonna... Camacho. You went with Rocky Patel. Did I? Yes. I'm with you. So Sean. now you're dealing with I'd like me. I
1: change my answer.
5: We're too late. So I'm going to put this here, and I'm going to put a B for Barry on here. We're going to see how that works out. In Nicaragua, you got Kane, Daytona. You got Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio, 1970. La Roma de Cuba Mi Amor, San Letano Maduro, and Padrone Family Reserve. Padrone. Yeah, that's all of us. Yep. And um, maybe you can help me with these Costa Rican ones. Brundel Regold. Brundel? Mm. And then Brundel Re Premium Collection. They're in there twice. Chiffons. Ismus Grand Ladano. In Vegas, D. Santano Originals. What about Via Havana? What about Don Benigno? What about Atta Bay? Yeah. Byron?
1: Bandolero? I mean, there's so much. That I've those never are...
5: had any of those cigars. Me either. So I couldn't even weigh in. Me either. Costa Rica's going nuts right now.
1: Yeah, but why Why are they picking the unknown stuff? I don't stuff? know.
5: Well, unknown to us. We're the Cigar Authority. They
1: should have hit us up Fair. oh,
5: we're going to do a thing on Costa Rica. What do you got? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let me give you five right off the bat. Um, and then, and then it comes down to sizes of the fir- of, of basically the same stuff. Um, best value, best value in the Dominican Republic. Aging Room Quattro, 455, Christoph, Lajero, Maduro. PDR Small Batch Reserve Swag Puro Dominicana and Vega Fina. You got to be
1: Aging Room at
0: that point. I mean, but value, yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll go Aging Room. I was going to say Vega
5: Fina, but I'm going to go Aging. Yeah, there's two or two, uh, three of us. Somebody said swag, and that could have been me. Um, Honduras, Alec Bradley Black Market, Floor de Copan, Floor de Selva, uh, Rocky Patel The Edge, and Villa Zamorno. The only one I even know on there is Rocky Patel, so I'm going to go Rocky Patel. I'm going to go Floor de Silva. They talk about that a lot on that. Is Barry Um, Villa Zamorano? No idea. No idea. This is a you know European cigars and all that stuff. So
0: I'm curious to see who wins the Lounge of the Year on that Lounge of the Year. Yeah, it's one of the one of the categories don't see that. I don't one of, one know. Of, oh, yes, I do. Yeah, My goodness. Yeah. One of
5: our friends in Connecticut
0: was nominated.
5: You got a guy from London. You got Burns by Rocky Patel. You got Cigar World in uh, Germany. You got Mickey Blakes in Connecticut. And uh, we got to go there. Roadshow. Roadshow. Roadshow, without a doubt. Uh, whiskers in Bangkok. So I, I the certainly ones that's gonna hope it's Mickey
0: Blakes. <laughs> yeah, but unfortunately the one that's going to win is Germany because it's in Dortmund where uh, Into Tobacco is held every
5: year. Uh, and everybody knows it, so we'll see. I and mean, that's interesting you are saying that. So uh, next week, taping on the fifteenth, this Tuesday, we're taping the show with Mr. Jonathan Carney and some new cigars, uh, which ought to be interesting and something very, very strong. You may see me hurl. I don't know. Uh, we we'll get the chum bucket. I'm, I'm leaving on Thursday to IPCPR. Check the website, please, uh, while we're gone because we're going to feed Barry the information. and He's going to get it all up uh, to the best he can. We'll share the rumblings of the industry as it happens. Remember, folks, this show and every Cigar Authority show is absolutely free and worth every penny. But I urge you to go to cigarrights.org and become a member, please. Uh, For Mr. Jonathan, Barry Stein, Chuck Morrison, I'm David Garofalo. We'll catch you live this Tuesday, 4 o'clock, and every Saturday afterwards. And we're going to hang around for a few minutes and uh, go uh, without the, uh, the radio stations in here so I get to say the F word. Friends, George Collins, seven dirty words. Here we come. Here we go. Thanks everybody for listening to the Cigar Authority. This and every week on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And when you're
1: smoking your Hammer and Sickle six by sixty at the shop that you bought it at, always remember keep the lid end out of your mouth. We'll see you on Tuesday, everybody.
6: And if you're enjoying the content presented here on the Cigar Authority, please consider leaving us a rating or review up on iTunes. Always appreciate when you tweet out links to the show or mention us on Facebook. We'll see you next week on Tuesday.
2: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's Stogie Heaven.